Hey there, Tanner fans. Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. How's everyone doing today? It's Wednesday. The week is almost over. Thank goodness. I'm ready for the weekend after this uh, week that we've had here. <laughs> well, because it's springtime, and you know that... Uh, Springtime means also birth with puppies and kittens and just, I'm like, you know what, I want to do the Full House episode where we get to meet Comet for the first time, where Comet is born. And the episode I'm talking about is Full House Season 3, Episode 7, entitled, And They Call It Puppy Love. This episode aired on November 10th, 1989. I would have been seven. (laughs) In this episode, a dog walks into the Tanner's house and Joey and the girls like the dog. They like her and would like to keep her, but Danny doesn't like dogs and Jesse doesn't like her because she keeps going on his bed. This is a um <laughs> this is a user uh suggested um synopsis. So, before I officially get in all into all the fun parts of this episode, I'd like to remind you all whether you're just jumping on the podcast for the first time and listening, thank you, thank you. Or you just recently started, like a couple weeks ago. We have Facebook at Oh My Lanta Holy Chalupas on unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast. Instagram, O M H C F H F H podcast. Twitter, O M H C F H F H podcast, and Gmail if you want to shoot me an email. O-M-H-C-F-H-F-H-Podcast at gmail.com and these will be up in the description as well. So you should be able to find it. So I got a little, I did a little sleuthing online and I honestly, when I had originally heard about this, I was really skeptical. But now that it's been debunked, everyone, you, you can rest at ease. The real comment was played by Comet, a pup whose original owners surrendered him to Golden Retriever Rescue. He was adopted by animal actors of Hollywood in 1988 and first appeared on Full House as Minnie, fictional Comet's mom, and then rejoined the cast a few months later as adult Comet. And you know what? Go back and watch that episode. I will even post a picture, of course. I post the pic- you know, scenes from the episode. You can tell that that is a male dog. That is not a female dog. It's got a wiener. The last time I watched this episode with Jeremy, I'm like, that is a male dog. That dog's got a wiener. It's not pregnant. That dog is definitely not pregnant looking at all in that episode. But uh, I'll, I'll get to that. But I just thought that dog just looks so much like Comet. Which I believe they... When do they first show adult comet? I'm guessing it's gotta be... Isn't it season four? Because they have to go through all the puppy stages. Where, you know, he's like ten weeks old. And then eventually he's like four months old or six months old. Because we see a comet that is about six months old later in season three. So, 
That's what I'm going with. Um, the thing that I wanted to say that was debunked was how people thought the dog that played Comet was the same dog that played Airbud in the first Airbud movie in 97. The episode Air Jesse, which I believe is in season 8 of Full House, they have the dog that played Airbud for that particular scene shooting the basket shooting the ball into the bat the basketball into the basket. But that dog only played for that one that one shot. That was it. So, um also there's another theory that the dog who played Comet also played the dog Fluke, but in that movie, that dog's got, um, like, reddish-brown fur, which, I mean, they could probably just use, you know, dye or whatever they need to on the dog's fur to make it look like that, but, um, yeah, that that's what I'm referring to as in that's been debunked and I never believed it, so I think that people are just like, oh, that is like... They don't even look like the same dog. And if I, I should be able to hopefully find that again online and take a picture. And I'll put it up on the Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and stuff. So you guys can see. It's definitely it's not the same dog. So. Alright, let's get into the technical things here. We got director Bill Foster. Writers Jeff Franklin. And Rob Dames. Or Dames. Let's see, I'm curious if you wrote any other episodes of Full House. Let's see. Uh, he wrote eight. Okay. Uh, DJ's First Horse from Season 2, A Little Romance, El Problema Grande DJ, Luck Be a Lady, Parts 1 and 2, and They Call It Puppy Love, Dr. Dare Rides Again, Mr. Egghead. Alright, uh, he wrote a few. Good for him. Alright. This episode's got a 7.4 out of 10 rating based on 165 ratings. We do have a user review here for the episode entitled The Birth of Comet. This episode, or, excuse me, this review was done April 14th, 2014. So, five years ago. Alright, let's see what they got to say. <laughs> 8 out of 10. Oh, wait. Okay, this one is Hello Comet. 8 out of 10. This one was from last year, March 6, 2018. Full House has all the makings of a classic sitcom. The only thing missing, maybe not missing, but a definite bonus piece, is a pet. A family this huge doesn't need a pet, but it certainly makes sense to have one in a family of this much cuteness and happiness. A golden retriever wanders into the Tanner's backyard. Girls fall in love with him right away. Uh, it's a girl. And Joey's on the verge of giving in since he's always wanted a dog. I've always wanted a dog. I've had three. One that was around just before I was born. One that I had when I was 13 that ran away. And one that I got from an animal shelter when I was 14. The dog's name is Minnie, and she came all the way from Ohio. A dog trekking from Ohio to San Francisco would take months. Well, I don't think she trekked on foot. This is not Homeward Bound. She clearly came with her owner, and something happened where she probably got loose. Like, sometimes dogs like to wander. Maybe maybe she got 
you know, to wander because she was in heat and she met up with another golden retriever and, you know, something happened. Maybe. <laughs> um, I wonder if that guy, uh, Frank Flood is the owner of Minnie. I kind of wonder if maybe he had planned to breed her anyway because she's not fixed. Since Ohio is so far, their hopes of keeping Minnie grows. Later on in the day, Minnie gives birth to a litter of puppies. Minnie's owner eventually does come to get money Minnie and her puppies then blows the tanners to keep whoa what excuse me um what <laughs> excuse me okay you know what I don't know what that was that must have been a typo um so he cause at the end which I'll get to Jessica's like hey do you mind if I drive the girls up to see the puppies once in a while no, that guy was not going to keep those puppies he was clearly going to sell them and make a profit but luckily they get to keep a puppy, which I think in 89, how much were purebreds? They had to have been close to at least 300 or over. This episode focuses on the miracle life, seeing Minnie give birth to the puppies. Isn't graphic, but beautiful. Yeah, there's no um, afterbirth, placenta, there's no birthing sacs or whatever the puppies are in that she has to chew through. Danny and Jesse are the only ones against the dog, but seeing the birth changes their mind. So this episode does not have a whole lot going on for it, but the little bit it has, absolutely wonderful. The remainder of the show features their dog. They give it a name, Comet, later on, which I think is in the, is it the Dr. Dare episode? Dr. Dare Rides Again? Where in that cold open, they do come up with a name for Comet. Alright. We got a lot of, lot of reviews. This person gave it a 9 out of 10. It was from June 1st, 2015. The one with the dog. Warning spoilers. I love this episode. It's funny. It's adorable. The dog is adorable. The puppies are adorable. Basically, everything is adorable in this episode. Cute. In this episode, of course, as you know it, dog wanders the backyard. Stephanie wants to keep her, thinking she is a stray. No dog that good looking is a stray. I'll tell you that right now. They learn that the dog has a home and her name is Minnie. She has come all the way from Ohio. Then whilst on Jessie's bed, Minnie gives birth to an adorable litter of puppies. Minnie's owner comes and picks her up and most of the puppies up but allows the family to keep one of the puppies. They keep the one that likes Jessie's bed and then later in another episode, the column comment. Overall, I give this episode a 9 out of 10, which in my ratings book is amazing. Alright, the last one. Birth of Comet. That's the one I was talking about. Another character has joined the show. Comet, the family golden retriever, will now be a regular cast member. When a dog wanders into the Tanner's backyard, the girls and Joey beg Danny to let him keep her. Let them keep her. Jesse's unthrilled with the idea since she likes his bed. Then to make matters worse, they discover the dog is in labor, and that's the storyline. Subplot, Jesse in the driving test. He let his license expire and had to... retake the test. Unfortunately, Jesse did not pass. Again, Becky is missing from this episode. I'm thinking there was possibly reasons why she wasn't in several episodes. Though the reason hasn't been revealed by any of the IMDb editors and reviewers that I could see. I'm hoping she'll be back again soon. Well, you keep watching, okay? And I'm sure you will see Aunt Becky again. <laughs> or later to be Aunt Becky. Um, and I'm thinking, Becky could have been a help. You know, I mean, granted, DJ gets help from Kimmy's mom, who 
has dealt with dogs that went into labor before, so she's able to give her the basics. Um, Be- Becky grew up on a farm. She's probably been around a lot of farm animals that have given birth. She could have been a good asset, I think. Alright, so we got some connections here. Oh, not really. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Trivia! First episode of Winch of the Family, Dog Comet appears, although he does not yet have a name. The title references the Paul Anka song, and they call it Puppy Love. And Quinn is eating out of her food dish. Good for you, Quinn. Alright, we got some goofs. At the beginning of the episode, when Joey takes a bite of his sandwich, you can see how he meant to put it at the end of the plate so it was easier for Minnie to eat. So that is goof. Continuity, just before Minnie runs into Michelle's room, Michelle is seen setting blocks on buckets when Minnie comes in. Michelle is now sitting too far away from the buckets who have reached them. Then when Minnie runs into them, she knocks one bucket down in the next shot. The bucket is still standing upright and... Or again, and there is a different assortment of blocks on the other one. Good. Jesse discover when Jesse discovers Minnie in his bed, a stain on his shirt disappears between shots. Let's see. <laughs> when Joey sets a sandwich down, it is toward the edge of the plate. When Minnie picks it up, it is near the middle, and the crust is darker than before. When the girls lead Minnie and the puppies into the living room, one puppy can be seen walking at the rear. It disappears between shots. At the beginning of the episode, okay, I already uh, read that one, so. Alrighty, righty, let's get into this episode, everybody. I'm excited. This is one of my favorites, just because I I love animals, I grew up loving animals. Any show, any movie that had an animal in it, I gravitated towards. Old Yeller with Old Yeller on the front, uh, just kind of propped up. Against that uh, that fence there, that old wooden fence. <sighs> loved it. Yes, sad ending, but uh, I loved that movie. I just... All right. Oh, my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Holy Chalupa. Holy Chalupa. <laughs> Whatever happened to you? So the cold open here is pretty simple. It's set in the kitchen with Danny and Michelle. He is explaining to her how to separate the colored clothes from the white clothes so that way you don't mix your colors. So he's like, honey, why don't you give it a try? And there is a sandwich on a plate on the kitchen table. And she, of course, says, okay, well, he's off getting some other stuff. He comes back and sees that she has put white bread on the white clothes and then a tomato on the colored clothes along with the lettuce. And he's like, oh, sweetie, no, that's not what he meant. No food on the laundry. And, of course, Michelle's like, I'm sorry, daddy. And Danny, of course, is like, honey, it's fine. I just, I didn't explain it well. That's not your fault. And that's pretty much the cold open. We do get a, you got it, dude, from Michelle. So this must have been early on with the you got it dudes, right? Because she's is so young when she says that. I'm used to her saying, you got it, dude. You know, when she's like, 
like four. Because I think, when does she eventually stop saying that? I know it's got to be after season five. Because I remember the hole in the gang, uh, hole in the wall gang episode from, I think it's season four when um, Jesse is fixing up the attic and everything like that. And um, she says, you got it, dude. So I think we we're coming towards the end of the, all those catchphrases, really. Maybe. So the episode opens up in the backyard, and Joey's come out. He's got his headset, his Walkman. He's got a newspaper and a sandwich. He's just going to chill in a lawn chair while watching Michelle. Or she can pretty much watch herself at this point. I guess as long as he's in the vicinity, he counts that as babysitting. Which, what is she really going to do? She's pulling along a cute little, you know the slinky dog from Toy Story? It's like that. I think, I remember playing with something like that at a doctor's office when I was Michelle's age. I want to play this clip here with Joey with, I don't know whether it's a, uh, like a National Enquirer type hoax magazine or something to that effect because he reads about a psychic who was hit by lightning. But I just think this line is just, this I think so far is going to be my line of the episode. But before we get to that, Michelle is stringing along her little, uh, dog, slinky dog thing. And she's going, arf, arf, arf. And Joey's like, oh, isn't that cute? Your doggy said hello. And the way Michelle says, no, it was me. It's like, hello. Do I sound, does this dog look like he could talk? No. So we get the B story, which of course is going to be Jesse. <laughs> uh, he's been driving with expired tags on his motorcycle and he did get caught which guys it's once a year just renew it you don't gotta worry but I actually have to not just do my tags this year I gotta get a new picture and dang it if not four years ago I said I'm gonna lose this weight so my driver's license picture will look better every year every four years I say that well you get a retake. That's all I'm going to do. Like, make sure, like, just tilt the head just so, so that way, you know, you don't get the double chin look. Pray that it looks good. And then if it doesn't, like, hey, can I get a redo here? Okay. Because uh, you only get two because, you know, they got a line. So you got to, like, make it the best you can because you get, you have to have that picture for four years. I know there are others that say that you can just get it your license with the same picture but it's like no I want to see the evolution of uh or a lack thereof of uh my face <laughs> it's almost like it's like a four-year goal I give myself and it's like man I haven't done anything in four years to improve myself my looks but Danny is giving himself the job of taking Dan or Jesse to get his Renewal license renewed, and <laughs> Jesse's like, No, you drive like a little old lady. I'm taking my motorcycle. His driver's license expired two months ago. Well, wait a minute. Um, I think aren't they separate things? Like, you do you have to have a separate license to drive your motorcycle? Like, a not sure but 
unless it's his driver's license license where he drives an actual but Jesse's just got his motorcycle. I don't think he's... He has a car later on in the show because he's got kids. But... Anyway. I'm gonna move this along. Why would you wait two months? That is nuts. You're gonna be paying a higher fee. So Danny's a real stickler as Jesse's like, Hey, don't worry about it. I can get away with no more drive down to the DMV. Well, apparently you got... Must have gotten caught because, uh... Your luck went ran out. <laughs> so Danny's threatening Jesse. Like, I'm going to take your keys away. I got a comment on Jesse's vest. On one side, it's got, like, a blue swirly kind of gray pattern. And then on the other side, it's kind of black with, like, stenciled uh, white lightning running down it. It's kind of creative. So Danny and Jesse leave. And here's where we give the clip about psychic hit by lightning. <laughs> Look at this, Michelle. Psychic hit by lightning. <laughs> Boy, if he was any good, he would have seen that coming. So Joey takes a bite out of his sandwich. I noticed it was in the middle of the plate, and then, he, of course, he moves it way to the edge. Which... Unless you're expecting a visitor to come and take your sandwich, you wouldn't do that. Here we get Minnie! Who looks just like Comet. Michelle does the biggest, like, <gasps> jaw drop. Like, oh my gosh, it's a dog! I've never seen one before! Okay, I don't really notice anything about the crust being darker. That dog's butt needs to be trimmed up. That, that butt hair needs to be trimmed. Every time I say it, it's like, trim that dog's butt hair! And you know Minnie's eating for what eight, so she's got a, she's got that sustenance. She got to keep that up because she walked all that way from Ohio, right? <laughs> well, she walked from somewhere, and she's pregnant. We got give Minnie a break here. Of course, Minnie takes the sandwich. She does a dine and dash. Joey's like, oh, I want to take another bite of my sandwich. What? What? Where? Huh? And he looks over like Michelle. Did you eat my sandwich? And Michelle's like, the doggy ate it. Of course, the only evidence of a dog that's in the yard is going to be her slinky dog. So Joey's like, no, 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 see, I see inside this doggy's stomach. There's no sandwich here, Michelle. Where did the sandwich go? The doggy ate it. Oh, here we go. Minnie, I guess, finished the sandwich and she's come back for some loving, some hugs and kisses. And she lays down and <laughs> the minute that Joey's like, I can see inside this puppy's tummy. I don't see any sandwich here. And Michelle points like, Joey, look! Right behind you! Joey. <laughs> Whoa, there's a dog in our yard. I told you so. Hey, little guy. What are you doing here? Oh, like the dog's gonna answer me. <laughs> are you friendly? Oh, that's sweet. Oh, that's wet. Oh, that's enough. <laughs> so, of course, right away, Joey just assumes the dog is a male. Like, hey, boy, how you doing? Oh, you're friendly, huh? Oh, you like to you like to give kisses? Oh, that's cute. That's wet. That No, no more. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> she thought that was funny. So, of course, Joey's instinct. Go to the tag, see what her name is. Maybe get some info on the owner, where she's from. Her name is Minnie. She's had all her shots, and she's from Ohio. Whoa, that is a ways away. Granted, I'm closer to Ohio than they are. Well, you're 
Tag says you've had all your shots and your name is Minnie. Hi, Minnie. Can you shake hands? Look. <gasps> There's a dog in our yard. We got a dog. We got a dog. It is our dog, isn't it? It's in our yard, so it must be our dog. We got a dog. Steph, Minnie is not our dog. Her tag says she's from Ohio. Where's Ohio? Well, it's up the street about 2,000 miles. She came all this way just to live with us. Well, it was worth the trip. You're gonna love it here. Come on, Minnie. I'll show you around. Uh, Steph. So, of course, Stephanie comes up like, oh my gosh, we have a dog, we have a dog, it's in our yard, so it must be our dog. Like, um, well, that's not necessarily how that works. <laughs> she does have a tag. <laughs> oh, but what kid isn't going to be like the girl from Beethoven, Beethoven who wakes up like, oh my gosh, I dreamt I had a puppy and it came true. Can we keep this dog? Well, I mean, it wasn't her bed, so why not, right? I mean... <laughs> So Stephanie just hugs Minnie like, oh, I love you. You're my dog now. Come on, I'll show you in the house. And Joey's like, oh, Steph, Steph, wait a second. Because he mentions that Minnie's from Ohio. Like, what? And Stephanie's like, well, where's Ohio? Uh, it's up the street, like 2,000 miles. It's a long ways. So... Stephanie right away is like, come on, Minnie, I'll give you a tour of the house. Oh, wipe your feet here on this mat. So Dad will, Dad's going to love you. You're already, you're a tanner already. <laughs> so Stephanie's like, all right, come on, Minnie. I'll show you your new room. And Joey, by the way, is like, Steph, uh, come back. Steph, we need to talk. So Stephanie's giving Minnie a tour of the house. Like, hey, there's a bathroom if you need to use it. And, of course, the dog right away zeroes in on Uncle Jesse's room. It's got to be that uh, faux fur blanket that he's got that attracts her. Because why else would she, other than, if that wasn't there, would she really be going into Jesse's bed? Like, oh, it's just a bed. Like, oh, this feels nice to have my puppies. So Minnie, yep, she's like, oh, I'm just going to lay on this bed. And Minnie, or Stephanie's like, no, Minnie, that's Uncle Jesse's room. You can't be in there. Joey's like, hey, Michelle, stay right there. I'll be right back. Steph, what is the dog doing on Jesse's bed? And, of course, Stephanie's like, but Joey, she's walked 2,000 miles. She's exhausted. So DJ, of course, is like, hey, I'm going to school. Um, back from school, I'm going over to Kimmy's. And then she stops and is like, wait a minute, that's a dog, right? <laughs> so Stephanie's like, yeah, this is our new dog, Minnie. She's from Ohio. She's already claimed that dog. Like, I'm sorry, Mr. Fl Frank Flood, but you, you can't have your dog back. <laughs> I've imprinted on your dog. We have a bond, a connection. Of course, DJ's like, oh, come here, Minnie. The dog jumps off the bed, puts his paws up on... DJ's shoulders, and DJ's like, oh, she loves to hug. She's a tanner already. Aww. Of course, Joey's like, girls, I love the dog as much as you do, but we really, we can't keep her. She's not our dog. So Stephanie gets off the bed and is like, Joey, what, what do you, how do you say that? I mean, haven't you always wanted a dog? He's like, yeah, I have, but think about it. Joey moved around all the time. His dad was in the 
the army or the military. He couldn't keep a pet. But, you know, Stephanie, he does bring up a good point. This dog already has an owner who probably wants her back. You just don't dump a golden retriever. I'm sorry. You just, you don't do that. Now, DJ is insinuating, but if the owner doesn't want her, we can keep her. Why do you automatically assume that the owner doesn't want her? Just because the dog's from Ohio. So, they're directing all their questions to Joey, as in Joey's got the final say. And Joey's like, girls, I would love to keep this dog, but as I've said, it does not belong to us. Belongs to somebody else. And not to mention... Your dad is going to feel a little differently. You know how your dad is with his cleaning and everything. He is not going to want a dog in this house. So, of course, after Joey's saying, well, I would love to keep the dog, but your dad would feel a little differently. He may not be all up for this. So Stephanie's like, oh, well, you know, here's an idea. Let's not tell him. And Stephanie, or uh, DJ has the line of, what are you going to do? Throw a dress on the dog and pretend she's a new friend from school? And Stephanie's like, well, yeah, that works for me. Just great. So Stephanie comes up with the idea, hey, let's all take a nap with Minnie, who decided to go and jump back on Jessie's bed because she's sleepy, she's pregnant, she's worn out. And they're all like, DJ and Joey are like, oh, okay, why not? And it's just so cute. They all just pile on top of her kind of, and Joey's, like, playing with Minnie's tail. It's so cute. And the whole time, Joey's still got that Walkman in his shirt pocket and his headphones around his neck. I'm like, you may as well just take that off. You're not going to listen to it. So here's how they're laying. Stephanie is laying just above Minnie's shoulder. She got her head right above her. DJ has got her head resting on Minnie's spine, and then Joey has got his head resting right on Minnie's hip. This has got to be so extremely uncomfortable for any dog, especially a dog who's pregnant. You could be crushing her puppies, but they don't. But Joey's just playing with her tail, like, oh, it's like a little feather duster. So I probably repeated this already, <laughs> but um, the next scene, Joey's in the kitchen filling up a bowl. It's too large to be a cereal bowl. It's too small to be a salad bowl. It looks like it was. It looks like a, an actual dog bowl, just about. So of course, Joey did not intend for this to get caught. After he filled up the water bowl, he moved around the kitchen island. By the time that he got towards the end of the kitchen island. Danny is already walking in the door with Jesse. Jesse's PO'd because he failed his driver's test. And Joey and Jesse are like, well, wait, how did you get your driver's license, license the last time? And Jesse reveals, oh, I'm going to at my neighbor's paper. So let's see. The show was in 87, right? I'm going to do some math here. Alright, so 1987, the show premiered, Jesse was 24, meaning he would have been born in 1963, 1963 plus, uh, let's go 15 years. You're looking at 1978, they probably did give everyone the same um, test, um, how it worked for me 
was when I took driver's training, I took it at the high school. I went, like, the week after I graduated my freshman year of high school. I didn't graduate my, my freshman year. No, when I finished my freshman year of high school, that following Monday, I was back at school for driver's training. And the test, it was me and a few other kids that were in the class that, you know, needed help having the test read to us. And uh, my teacher had grabbed me and maybe five other kids that just needed help with the test and everything. He didn't help us get the answers correctly or anything. He just read the answers out loud. Or not the answers, I'm sorry, he read the questions and the, it was multiple choice. Uh, I cannot talk today. I'm sorry, I've been driving since 11 this morning, just uh, on a mission. I was on a mission. Went to Schuler's, took some books back. Um, I went to Krispy Kreme. I had a better time this time. Um, they had the cake batter donuts. I got six of them. So I'm looking forward to trying those. You know, I guess they only have certain Krispy Kreme donuts that are like, it's only available through this week. That's how I got angry because of that Oreo one. I didn't know about that. But um, got that, got um, chocolate and uh, with custard filled and a couple um, raspberry ones. But anyway, um, so I ended up passing the written test. And I'll talk more when I do the DJ, Driving Miss DJ episode, I'll talk about my actual driving test, like, with the, the person and everything like that, so. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Apparently this time around, Jesse failed because they give everyone separate tests. Well, not to mention, wouldn't you be sitting in a cubicle, like, a cubicle area that's kind of, like separated from, like, the next, like, they have, like, dividers, so it's not like you can just, like, oh, let me see what you got. You can't do that. But then again, in the Driving Miss Daisy episode, <coughs> Kimmy tries to cheat by looking at her neighbor's paper, and of course she fails, so. So Joe, Danny immediately zeroes in on Joey holding a bowl of water, like, uh, he's just kind of scrutinizing, like, why are you holding that bowl of water? And Joey plays it off like, oh, well, I'm so thirsty, glug, glug, glug. <laughs> like, who doesn't drink from a, a bowl of water? Like, no, you drink from a glass. So, yeah, Danny's got a right to be suspicious. If I saw that, I'd be like, okay, you have a four-legged creature in my house, suitably a dog because that bowl is big enough for a poor little kitten to possibly drown in. So, um, yeah. Where's the dog? Where's the dog? Danny, of course, doesn't say anything about that. Jesse comes into the door. He's got his sunglasses on. He is got a scowl on his face. He is so angry. I'm surprised he didn't slam that door as hard as he could when he came in, enough to break the window panes in it. But he goes past Joey, and Joey pulls a cop line like, hey, can I see your driver's license? Immediately, Jesse turns and wheels around on Joey, takes off his sunglasses, points his fingers and says, do not ask me about my driver's license. Capiche? <laughs> so Joey's like, hey, Danny, what what's up with this? Why doesn't he have a driver's license? 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry, not license. It was a written test he had to take. I pray that I never have to take a written test ever again. I really hope I don't have to. I don't know if I'd be able to pass this time around. <laughs> so Danny's like, well, uh, <laughs> he got most of his name right in the... A good chunk of his address. Oh, man, Jesse. So Jesse's complaining about the ridiculous questions I asked. Like, what is up with asking? No one knows how far you're supposed to park away from a railroad track. Together, Danny and Joey look at Jesse like he's the biggest idiot in the world and say, seven and a half feet. <laughs> okay, I didn't even know that. So Jesse sits down at the table with what looks like it could be apple juice, it could be some, it's a clear liquid, it could be apple juice, and just one of those teeny tiny uh, bottles. But he plans to go back tomorrow, ace the test, and that's where Joey's like, hey, how do you pass the test the first time? Jesse's like, well, I might have caught a glimpse of my neighbor's paper. <laughs> Unfortunately, this time, they passed out tests, different tests to everybody in the room. It's like they don't trust us. Well, they probably want to make sure. It's like you they want to test your knowledge, not your neighbor's knowledge. So, they're just covering their butts, basically. <laughs> of course, Danny's got to say, like, I don't get it. They give every idiot in the world the driver's license. I mean, I drive the freeway, so I ain't got no problem. Danny is one of the most meticulous drivers in the world. And, of course, Joey's like, well, not every idiot. They don't get every idiot a driver's license. <laughs> They're really laying it on thick for Jesse. So, of course, Jesse decides to head upstairs. And like, hey, look who I'm taking advice from. A guy that still chews Flintstone vitamins. I wonder if they make Flintstone vitamins for adults. I'm going to go check. I bet they even have them in gummy form by now. Okay, I looked on Amazon for Flintstone chewable gummies. Like, I mean, chewable vitamins. Um, they do have gummy form. I typed in adult vitamins, and I keep seeing kids. I said, no, I want adult Flintstone vitamins. I'm sure they must make them. Ugh, Amazon, why do you lie to me? I mean, on the record, I did chew them as a child, so, I mean, at least I got to experience. They have so many types immunity and I, all different types of vitamins under the sun for every child of every age of development. They have the gummies. They have the Flintstone gummies. I mean, there's nothing wrong against the Flintstone vitamins, but it's just definitely, I mean, I remember the chalky residue as you're crunching out. Here, let me get some water to wash it down. My throat's all dry. So, Jesse heads upstairs. Danny and Joey are laughing at Jesse's expense. That's when DJ and Steph pop in, and DJ's like, Hey, Joey, did you get a chance to ask Dad about... And immediately, like, oh, crap, Dad's in the room. Um, I mean, um, uh... So, Joey, of course, still holding that bowl of water, is like, I haven't mentioned, I haven't said anything yet. Because they asked, have you told them about you-know-who? DJ and Steph are like, uh, bye! They turn around, they're right out that door. They're like, okay, bye. Danny, of course, knows, like, uh, no, girls, mm, no, you're up to something. I know you're up to something. Stephanie's shirt here 
having seen this before, it definitely looks like a Super Mario shirt, but for a girl. Because it's got the little, um, the little pipes and stuff that Mario would go down and stuff like that. And it's got the flowers on it and st all that fun stuff. Danny right away is like, hey, you know what, um, how much is this going to cost me? You're clearly up to something, and it's going to be expensive. So Stephanie kind of starts here, like, you know, Dad, I've been thinking... What we really need is someone from uh, Ohio. And Danny's like, oh, uh, okay, maybe we do need someone from uh, Ohio. But I want to know more about it before I go ahead and order one. <laughs> nice save there, Steph. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that was how I would kind of have jumped into that. We cut up to Jesse's room. And there is something a wiggling underneath that faux fur blanket on his bed. Of course, Jesse immediately is like, oh, it's Michelle. I'm gonna get you, Michelle. I'm gonna get you. As he crawls under the blanket, ah! he starts screaming because it's not Michelle. It's a dog. And he's like, what are you doing here? Why are you on my bed? The dog just <laughs> barks. And Jesse's like, eh, no, I get, just get out of my room, please. And the dog just, zoop, he's out. Or she's out. I'm sorry. He, she, the pregnant Minnie is out. She decides to go take refuge in Michelle's room. So now I go to Michelle's room and I gotta say, I'm really up for debate on who's going to get the best outfit for this episode. I might even have, <coughs> excuse me, a runner up, but I really like her. It's almost like a Christmassy type dress with the red and green plaid pattern and it's got I think it's got like a little um a little uh doily top thing on white section on the front that's got a little puppy dog on the front of it it's really cute and she's stacking some little blocks little plastic blocks as Minnie comes in and knocks them all asunder knocks them to the ground she's like you better fix that so we hear Jesse yell off screen, where are you, you mangy mutt? And Michelle's like, oh, go hide under the bed, doggy. I love her pencil bed. I love this bed. I want a bed like this. I want a bed made of books. But I'd settle for a pencil bed. I mean, not that our bed that we have now isn't great. It's pretty cool. It's got all my stuffed animals on this high headboard. Because there's a window behind the headboard, and if I don't have those stuffed animals up there along the top, then Quinn is going to try to get behind that curtain and knock stuff over. She tries to balance on the headboard, and there's not enough space. She actually, I think, fell from it once, but she's alright. She's actually napping right now. So, Jesse knows the dog's in there, and he's like, where's the dog? I heard her. She's in here, I know it. And Michelle is like, no, no, the doggy's not in here. And then we hear her, and Jesse's like, what was that? Michelle's like, that was me, erf, erf, erf. And Jesse pulls up the blanket that's draped over the foot of the bed, sees Minnie with her head on her paws, looking very sad. And he looks at Michelle and says, sweetie, you told a lie. And Michelle's like, yes, I did. And Jesse tells her, 
Honey, it's not nice to tell lies. And Michelle's like, I know, but I love the doggy. I want the doggy to stay. And <laughs> Jesse's like, Michelle, we don't need a dog here. And Michelle's like, yes, we do. And then go, and he's like, no, we don't. And she's like, yes, we do. Like she's almost about to cry. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then, of course, and all this time they were arguing, Minnie disappeared and came back with his Jesse's leopard underwear. Which, did he just have those flung somewhere on the floor? Because unless Minnie knows how to open um, dresser drawers... <laughs> I don't know. Now we cut downstairs where Danny is sitting in a chair and Stephanie, DJ, and Joey are, are all, they're 100 in support of Minnie staying there as they're like, oh, well, another thing about Minnie is this and that. And Danny's like, great, is your new friend Minnie a mouse? <laughs> And DJ's like, uh, no, but you're getting warmer. As Minnie comes charging through the kitchen into the living room and just jumps right onto Danny's lap. So Stephanie's like, hey, Dad, I'd like you to meet Minnie. And Danny, meanwhile, has got this dog on his lap, this dog that probably weighs 80-plus pounds. And he's like, yeah, we've met. I can... <sighs> DJ is just rubbing... Minnie's head, like, oh, Dad, see, she's crazy about you. She loves to hug, and she's a tanner. She's your kind of dog. And Danny, like, finally is like, dog, can you please get off me? He's like, my kind of dog is on a bun with mustard. So Stephanie right away sells Joey down the river, saying, oh, Joey said if no one wants her, we can keep her. Uh, Stephanie, he did not say that. He said this dog already has an owner, and your dad's not going to want this dog in the house. So, why are you lying? Why are you throwing this guy under the bus? Because Danny immediately stands up, glowers at Joey, and he's like, really? Uh, why didn't Joey tell me about this first, Joey? So Joey just gets on the floor and just rubs his head all face all over Minnie. Like, oh, Danny, come on. I've always wanted a dog. And look at this face. It's so cute. So Jesse comes in like, Danny, get rid of the dog. I don't want it here. But Stephanie, DJ, and Joey are all like, please, can we keep her? Please, please, please. And poor Minnie looks dejected. But... It's for another reason, because they don't know that she's pregnant. She, they don't know where that she is with puppies. So Danny, of course, is like, don't be fooled by the innocent face. Underneath all that fur is a jungle beast just waiting to destroy the house and rip all the pillows and the couch to shreds and pee all over the floor and all that stuff. Just, you know, Danny's, his highest level of cleanness is at peak here. And it's just, it's just, it's just, he does not want the dog. Granted, DJ is the one that's like, oh no, what's wrong with Minnie? Oh no, and Stephanie's like, oh no, what's wrong with Minnie? She's panting. Oh, she looks sick. And DJ's like, oh shoot, this is exactly what happened to the Gibbler's dog before it had puppies. Oh, this complicates things even further. Not only do you have a dog in your house that isn't yours, now it's going to give birth in your house. 
So Danny's like, hey, it tracks mud in the house. It's going to tear everything up. It's hard to house. Housebreak. Uh, Danny, this dog looks to be at least well over a year old or more. I'm sure its owner properly housebroke it a long time ago. Of course, DJ's got to throw a dig at Michelle, saying, oh, well, Michelle's hard to potty train, but we kept her. Well, she's your sister and a human being, so. Danny is all about, yeah, he doesn't want a dog in the house. I get it. He's not even thinking of the fact that this dog is someone's pet. And the girl just, that logic throws is all completely out the window. Even Joey's disregarded that fact that the dog belongs to somebody. Like, so Danny puts his foot down like, girls, I don't want a dog in this house. I'm sorry. My mind is made up. And Jesse's like, oh, yeah, he's jumping on that bandwagon. Like, yep, your dad's right. What he says goes. It's his house. He makes the rules. And he's like, when did I become your faithful sidekick? And Danny just shakes his head. Oh, I don't know. So, yeah, this is where Minnie flops onto her side, starts crying and whining. Stephanie and DJ quickly jump into that with, oh no, something's wrong with her. And DJ's like, oh no, her tummy's fat and she's panting heavily. She just started panting and her tummy is not fat. I mean, that's not even a she. Anyway, that dog is not pregnant. The dog in 101 Dalmatians had 15 puppies. At no point in that movie before she gave birth to all those puppies did she even remotely look pregnant. I'm sorry, but I want to see pregnant dogs looking like pregnant dogs. If the dog is going to be pregnant, show get me a pregnant dog. I want to see it. And in animated movies, if you can show a character pregnant in Emperor's New Groove, John Goodman's character's wife pregnant, then you can surely show Pongo's wife, dog wife, Perdita pregnant. I'm sorry, I know it was, like, in the late 60s, 70s when that movie, the animated 101 Dalmatians came out, but I want accuracy. So DJ's like, yep, Kimmy's dog acted the same way before she had puppies. Well, Kimmy's mother is also a dog breeder because we've seen, well, I've seen in previous uh, episode in a cold open where Kimmy brought over a basket full of Sharpay puppies and her mother was going to sell them for a bunch of money. And they're cute puppies, but... Yeah, Kimmy's mom would definitely be the one to go to, and luckily she's right next door. We don't see her, but DJ's able to get the information of all the stuff that they need on bringing these puppies into the world and helping Minnie through her labor, which they don't really so much help her other than get a whelping box, which she does not have the puppies in. I would think maybe, you know how Cats is like, here, let me fix you up a spot to have your kittens in or whatever. Kittens are going to be private. They want to have their babies where they feel their offspring will be safe. I'm sure that dogs probably are the same way, right? Like, oh, here, let me make this for you, and then they don't use it. All right, I looked up on WikiHow how to help your dog at, oh, after giving birth? I thought this was, wait, hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, here we go. 
Part 104, preparing for the birth. Take your dog to the vet for a checkup. Schedule an appointment with the vet so she can check on your pregnant dog. The vet will confirm pregnancy, check for any complications. Number two, make a nesting area for your dog. Provide a nesting area at least a week before you think she is due to give birth. You want to give her space she needs by putting her in a, her bed or in a box with towels or blankets of comfort so the tanners do do this correctly. Choose an area that is secluded, such as in a separate room, so that she can have privacy and quiet. Well, they put the whelping box in a... They put it just to the right of the doorway in the living room. Keep food and water in or near the nesting area. Make sure food and water are available near your dog so she has easy access. This will also make it possible for her to not leave her puppies to eat and drink. Feed puppy food to your pregnant dog. Really? During the final one-third of her pregnancy, pregnant dogs should eat a high-quality puppy food that is high in protein and calcium in the last third of her pregnancy. This will prepare her body to produce substantial amounts of milk. Your dog should eat puppy food in the final third, blah, 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 and then until the puppies are weaned. Nursing mother dogs require more calories to make enough milk to feed her puppies. Well, that makes sense. What in the world am I looking at? Part 204, monitoring your dog during and after the birth. Oh, it's the puppy in the birth sack. Oh, my God. Ugh. And this is just an illustration. This is not a video. Keep an eye on your dog while she is giving birth. If it doesn't make her anxious to have your presence, watch your dog while she is laboring you don't need to hover expect her to be uncomfortable during contractions just like a woman would be this is part of the process in many cases puppies are born in the middle of the night when you are sleeping make it a habit to check on your dog as soon as you wake as she approaches her due date make sure the mother cleans her puppies right away the mother dog to clean her puppies right after they are born give her a minute or two to take the sack off the puppy and start licking and cleaning the puppy if your dog is taking longer than that you can step in and get the sack off and vigorously rub the puppy to dry and stimulate breathing if necessary you can carefully tie off the umbilical cord about an inch from the puppy and cut it with clean scissors clean scissors no dirty ones Three, make sure the puppies are nursing. Puppies should start nursing within one to three hours after birth. You may need to place the puppy in front of a nipple and gently squeeze a little milk off for the puppy to get the idea. If the puppy absolutely will not nurse or your dog doesn't let the puppy nurse, there may be something wrong with the puppy, like a cleft palate. Open the puppy's mouth, look at the roof of the mouth. It should be a solid surface without any holes into the sinuses. Consult your veterinarian if there are any concerns. You may need to tube feed or bottle feed the puppy with puppy formula if they are not able to nurse or and are otherwise healthy. Okay, there's a lot here. I'm not going to read any more, guys, because I want to get back to this episode. But that's the gist. I mean, the puppies, you know, giving her food and water, making sure she's ready to go, set your clock. You're going to have a lot of sleepless nights during the final week of her um, pregnancy, probably, to make sure you're there helping her if she needs her help. Any problems she might have. Yeah. That's why I gotta hand it to people that breed puppies. You know, I mean, not only the cost. I mean, if you think about how much cost goes into how much, you know, a purebred puppy go, you know, they gotta feed them. They gotta get them vet checked. They gotta have clearances on their eyes, ears, 
and their heart, their hips, all that good stuff. And a lot of that costs money. So I can understand. Not to mention if it's a pedigree that where the the parents, grandparents, the lineage are show dogs, show quality dogs, then that's probably going to be quite a bit more. But I hope I didn't bore you with that, and you guys could probably find that information out yourself. Of course, the guys are all like, oh, she's going to have puppies? Oh, no. Stephanie's like, I'm going to be an aunt, yeah! No, you're not really going to be an aunt, but okay. I mean, you'll be an aunt when uh, DJ has her three boys, but... So DJ gets on the phone to Kimmy's mom and Dan or uh, Joey and Jesse are kind of looking at Danny like he would know what to do because he had kids. Well, his wife had kids. Well, either way, you've been through the birthing process. So just substitute your wife for Minnie here and tell us how to get through this. Of course, Michelle's been up in a room the whole time and she runs in like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And Stephanie's like, Minnie's going to have puppies. And Michelle is so excited. Like, yay, puppies. No, actually what uh, she says is, no, no way. All right, DJ gets off the phone. She starts doling out responsibilities. She gives the number of the vet to Danny. She tells Joey, find something for Minnie to have her puppies in, like a cardboard box. Line it with the bedding of sorts, towels, whatever you can find. Oh, no, uh, DJ and Stephanie are going to give the blankets and newspaper. Jesse, of course, uses this as an excuse to go and study for his driving test. And, and Joey looks at Jesse like, we're all doing stuff to help this dog, and you're going to study for your driving test? Like, how is that going to help Minnie? So, Jesse's retort, well, if I don't pass this test, I'm going to need her puppies to pull my sleigh around town. So, yeah. I think he's just using this as an excuse to uh, not be involved. He already, he took a disliking to Minnie as soon as he found her on his bed. Yeah. Alright, now it's evening time. Of course, we get Jesse with his favorite food of all time, fried chicken, as he's Got the radio blaring. He's holding his booklet in one hand, chomping on a piece of chicken in another hand. He's got his amazing, I love these glasses. They look so good on him. A lot better than those big 80s ones from uh, season one. But um, DJ comes in. I got to refill Minnie's water bowl. And... At this, okay, at this point, so Jesse's turned off. No, he's turned the music on, turned it up, cranked it. He put down a piece of chicken, put down his booklet, and he starts going like, on the sink, drumming on the sink. And DJ's like, what are you doing? And he picks up the booklet, oh, I'm just studying for my test. And she's like, on what? Sink drumming? And she's like, is this how you practiced last time? And he's like, oh, no, no. See, I got the booklet this time, so I'm good to go. And she's like, here, let me help you actually study for the test. One, no chicken as she pulls it out of his mouth. Turns out the right, no music. He's like, no music, no food? And she guides him over to the kitchen table, plops the booklet down, and he's like, there's nothing left to do but study and she's like see you're getting smarter already and he's like why are you helping me with this and she's like well 
you need to get your driver's license, and I need a ride to the mall this weekend. <laughs> so Joey, of course, runs in like, oh my gosh, you guys, you just missed it. And DJ, like, goes over to Joey, like, oh my gosh, did she have her puppies? Like, it's that fast of a process, she's just popping them out, boom, 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 but that's not how it works, DJ. If she were having her puppies, she'd still be having them. It's a long process, I'm sure. It probably takes couple to a few hours. I, I don't know. I've never seen the process. I'm wondering if I should like find a video on YouTube and maybe like post it on. I might do that maybe. I'll see. I'll see. I mean if you guys are interested in seeing uh, videos of uh, Golden Retriever having puppies. I'm sure there's thousands of them. Um, yeah. So Joey's like oh no no she's not had her puppy. She stood up and went Where's my water? And DJ just rolls her eyes and says, If something real happens, like she actually has her puppies, please come get me. And Jesse's like, Get out, Joey. <laughs> so we cut to Stephanie and DJ's bedroom as Stephanie's sitting on, is it her toy box? Yes, she's sitting on the edge of her toy box holding Mr. Bear as Danny comes in and says no one's reported Minnie lost, but we'll still keep trying to track down her owner. My guess is her owner possibly just moved to San Francisco and maybe Minnie's just a little disoriented because she's used to being on, in Ohio. I mean, I don't know. Do When you move... Like, to a whole other place, like a whole other state? Is that a little disorienting for your dog to have to kind of get used to new surroundings, a new house? So, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So this is where Stephanie comes up with the question of how Minnie met her husband. Her baby's doggy daddy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, she, not how she met... That's her second question. Her first question is how Minnie made her puppies. Oh, I'm sure every parent dreads this question, whether it has to do with an animal having puppies or a human making babies. It's basically the sex talk, which I don't think I ever really fully got that talk. I, I don't think so. I got the changing body talk when I got to a certain age, but, uh, all that good stuff, I mean, hygiene, eh. So I'm gonna play this little clip here! <laughs> Danny just does not know how to answer this question. He is, oh, god, we're at that stage. Okay. I called the animal <laughs> shelter. Nobody reported Minnie lost yet, but we'll keep trying to find her owner. Daddy, how did Minnie make your puppies? <laughs> Sweetheart, I was hoping you'd ask me that. <laughs> Remember when we talked about how it takes a, a mommy and a daddy to make a baby? Yeah. Well, it takes a mommy dog and a daddy dog to make a puppy dog. Oh, thanks. I'm always happy to answer your question. <laughs> Good, because I have another one. Oh, oh goody gumdrops. <laughs> Station. And the firehouse dog Barney, he took one look at me and he went, bow wow. 
the interruption during the clip, Quinn, deciding to be a little crazy cat, decided to play with my phone cord that's lying on the floor. And I had to keep her from chewing on it because she's done that enough to all of my uh, electrical cords. Um, <laughs> so actually, Stephanie's question really does not require any in-depth ins and outs of how the um, process of creating life is done. She's just, you know, and his simple answer is, you know how I told you about how it takes a mommy and a daddy to make a baby? Well, it makes, it takes a mommy dog and a daddy dog to make a puppy dog. And that pretty much satisfies Stephanie's curiosity. She doesn't want to know the inner workings, the ins and outs, the whole process. So... The other question, which Danny says, well, I like this one because she asks, well, how did Minnie meet her husband? And Danny pretty much makes up the story of, oh, in a land called Ohio, Minnie was walking past the fire station and met the fire dog, Arnie. Love at first sniff. And boom, that's how she's having her puppies. All right, I, I had to take time out to play with Quinn. Um, <laughs> I just grabbed some, uh, I have one of those desk calendars that I just crumple up. I got some out of the trash and crumpled them up and uh, some of the pages from that and just <sighs> threw it down our uh, long hallway-like area of our bedroom. So uh, I did that a few times and eh, hopefully that just chilled her out for a bit. She needed... She wanted attention, that's why she chews on wires and stuff. So we got down to the living room, and <laughs> it's so cute. Minnie's panting away in her uh, birthing box, and Michelle is sitting there going, <gasps> like copying her. <laughs> and Joey's like, oh, well, I see that uh, Minnie found a Lamas coach. <laughs> that's cute. Minnie, of course, then stands up and starts kind of pushing her head against the um, side of the box like something's going to happen as Joey calls up. Hey, guys, get down here. Looks like Minnie's about to have her puppies. They don't have them standing up, right? They're usually laying down. <laughs> oh, she's got her head against the side of the, like, she's, like, pressing it into it. And then she's, like, pawing at the bottom of the box. So DJ and Jesse were in the kitchen helping, you know, they're doing the uh, driver's test, pre-test. Minnie, of course, gets out of her delivery box and zips upstairs. Of course, Jesse's like, no, no, get back in the box. Don't go to my room. Don't go to my room. Of course, that's where she wants to have her puppies. Apparently, towels and bed sheets will not work. She needs a faux fur blanket to have her puppies. She claimed that as her spot from 
the time she came into that house, she's like, this is it. This was where I want to give birth to my, my, my baby puppy, my puppies, my babies. So Jesse's saying, get back in the box, get back in the box. And Michelle goes and says, I'm just like, oh, oh, this probably got pot dog sweat and just don't, don't sit in that, Michelle. Get her out of there, please. So, Jesse is angry, like, Danny, get rid of the dog, and saying how, J Danny, this is all your fault. Danny, of course, looks at Joey, this is not my fault, it's Joey's fault. He got the girls all worked up thinking that they could keep this dog, and while everyone's, the guys are all arguing, DJ finally breaks it up and says, hey, she's having her puppies, like, right now, look. And these puppies are completely clean. So, um, I want to play this clip. It, it's, it's funny, but it's also heartwarming because they're just, she's, Minnie's having her puppies, like, creating, like, life is being born, coming into this world. And they're just amazed. And Danny finally is like, girls, I'm actually kind of happy that you did get to see this because now you know how I felt when each three of my beautiful little miracles was born as he kisses all three of his girls. Oh, sweet. Danny, do something about this. <laughs> This is not my fault. Joey let the dog in the house, and I got the girls all worked up. Hey, if you weren't such a neat freak, we would have already had a dog that would have chased this dog away. Daddy, clean up after Minnie. You'll never know she's here. I'll know she's here. She's having puppies in my bed. You don't know how lucky you are. What kind of puppies on my bed? Daddy, you don't know You, this is your fault. Here comes a puppy. Whoa, baby. Amazing thing that's ever happened in my bed. Look, she's cleaning off the puppy. How does she know what to do? That's well, part of nature stuff. Nature is so awesome. I can't believe we were just fighting about Minnie having puppies. This is so beautiful. You know, it makes you think about what's really important in life, doesn't it? Yeah, like being able to share this moment with people you really love. Yesterday, these puppies weren't even here, and now they are. Seeing them being born, it's like watching a miracle. I'm so glad you girls could see this. Now, maybe you can understand how I felt the day each of you were born. My three little miracles. <laughs> so little. Why'd you pick my bed? Watch the drooling, please. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, oh, I got choked up. I always do. That music, that music, that music just kicks in and pulls on my heartstrings. It's just, and seeing those puppies being born, even though, yes, that's a, that's a male dog, those puppies were placed there. But still, it's just, everyone's just so in awe and just wowed. And Jesse's like, this is the most amazing thing that's ever happened in my bed. And DJ's like, you know, I can't believe it. Yesterday, these puppies weren't even here, and now they are. It's just, it's like a miracle. And just makes you really appreciate, you know, life and everything like that. And everyone's finding their own little nugget about this situation and how... 
how it applies to them and what they're thinking and feeling. And it's just so cute. So, yep, cut back to the house. It looks like uh, it's probably been about a month or so, maybe, since the puppies have been born. They are, I think, up and walking. Danny, of course, has got his dustbuster out. He is uh, using it on the two side chairs there. Joey comes through in uh, into the living room from outside. Lets Danny know the owner of Mini, excuse me, has showed up. So Danny's like, "All right, girls, I'm sorry. Bring in the troops." And they're all carrying puppies. Oh, yeah, these puppies look. They might be a month old, maybe five weeks tops. Um, their eyes are definitely open. Um, DJ's got one, her hand is kind of cradling one. And then the other hand with Michelle's hand is holding this little mini Fisher Price wagon. And a couple puppies are in there. And of course the camera cuts down to those puppies in that little mini wagon. And you hear the audience go, aww. Stephanie's also carrying one, so there's four. And Jesse comes down with one that loves his bed. That's number five. I want to play this clip. It's just so sweet. And Frank Flood comes in, and he's like, hey, Minnie. Minnie races right to him. So, he, yes, this is her owner. She's probably missed him so much. Oh, man. I got enough fur in this thing to build another dog. <laughs> Minnie's owner just showed up. He's here. I'm sorry, girls. It's time to bring in the troops. Come on, Minnie. Here we go, puppy. Okay. Okay. We got bachelor number one. Oh, no. Bachelor number two. Okay. Bachelor number three is right here. Bachelor number four. Oh. Right, just found on my bed. Four-legged ankle biter. Oh, 
So Frank Flood, of course, he comes in, knocks on the door, and he's like, Hi, I'm Frank Flood. Um, I called about my dog. And Minnie races over to him, and he hugs her, and he's like, Oh, I missed you! And he looks at the puppies, and he's like, Oh, wow, I can't wait to get these little guys home! And, you know, and he thanks the Tanners. He's like, Thank you for taking such good care of her. And I'm thinking, this is a blessing that this dog wound up at this house with this family. I'm not saying any other family wouldn't be welcoming to a dog, but think about it. It took over a month or so to get a hold and get in touch with this guy. Probably because, you know, he'd moved from um, Ohio to San Francisco. Probably didn't have an address or a phone number yet, so. But, what's to say if that dog wound up at someone's house that decided... We're not going to bother looking for the owner. We're going to take the dog in. Oh, it's pregnant? Great. We're going to profit profit off of these puppies and sell them. He would never have gotten his dog. He probably would have gotten the dog back and probably said, where are the puppies? Oh, they're gone. We sold them and we kept the money. I mean, think about it. There probably could have been people out there that would have done that. Or they wouldn't. He never would have gotten his dog back because they would have kept her and probably rebred her for like a, a puppy mill situation who, who knows there are probably people out there that would do something like that <laughs> so Danny's like yeah we were really lucky to get such a sweet dog I mean she sheds like crazy but that's probably not her problem he, and Frank's like no and I love what Danny says here he's, he's patting the guy on the shoulder he's like truth is if you hadn't shown up we would have kept Minnie here with all of her puppies they would have been fine of course, this is going to come back to bite Danny as DJ is going to jump on that little comment. So, of course, the fact that Minnie is going to go home with her owner, Stephanie hugs Minnie like, I'll never, ever, ever forget you. And this is where Jesse kind of steps in. He's still holding the puppy that likes his bed. And he says, hey, Frank, do you mind if I uh, drive the girls up once in a while to see the puppies? And I'm thinking, well, he's probably going to sell the puppies. Or, for all I know, he probably already has people interested in the puppies before these puppies were even born. He probably purposely bred her. And Frank, of course, is generous because more of a thank you. Like, thank you for taking care of my dog and her puppies and everything and not selling them out from under me. Um, how about I let you keep one of Minnie's puppies? And I'm <gasps> and the kids are like, oh, could we? And Danny, of course, is like, I don't know, girls. I, I mean, I, you know how I feel about having a dog in the house. Immediately, DJ's like, but Dad, you just said that if he hadn't shown up, you would have kept Minnie and all of her puppies. To which Danny replies, well, yeah, but that's when I thought they were leaving and going home with him. And the girls, like, promise, like, we promise we'll take care of it, please. And <laughs> Joey's holding one of the puppies, putting it right in Danny's face. It's like, come on, Danny, I've wanted a dog my whole life. And you know Joey, his dad was in the military. They moved all the time. He probably never got to have any type of a pet. So, and Danny is just, he is starting to crumble that facade like no no I oh oh 
I can't help it. I'm wimping out. As Jesse's like, Danny, come on, please be strong now. Think of your house. Think of all the fur. Think of chewed up furniture. <laughs> Finally, Danny's like, all right, girls, you can have a puppy. And the girls are like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I want, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go. I do this all the time. I get up. I watch, go to YouTube. Watch the I Got a Puppy video. Mainly, mainly a lot of it is going to be Golden Retriever puppies because, of course, that's what I want one day. And I hope, you know, I want that in a St. Bernard puppy, too. <laughs> but um, I think I want to do some of that with the, like, combination, like, puppy surprises and stuff and the people's reactions. I think I'll post that on the Facebook page, too. I just thought that that'd be kind of cool. So, um... Yeah, and it's so funny as they're like, all right, let's, and he's probably got stuff ready for, to put the puppies in for that drive home, depending on how far he drove, and, um, it's just funny seeing Michelle, just typical toddler, that's how they carry a puppy, got it right under the armpits, and <laughs> the legs and feet are just hanging, the rest of it's just hanging there, <laughs> but, um, when I got... After our family dog, um, Elvira, passed away when I was 12, when I was 13, you know, they ran ads for um, dogs in the in the buyer's guide, and my dad thought, you know, it's a good time, you know, looking to get a new dog, and of course, um, I think it was like $35? This was back in like 1995, and... My dad drove me up to this house. It wasn't too far from um, my grandma Clifton's house. And he's like, all right, well, you go look at the puppies. One kid there was holding a dog, and he flat out said to me, this kid couldn't have been more than six or seven years old. You can't have this one. And I'm thinking, okay, you're a jerk. Um, they were a mix of, I think, gold, um, German Shepherd and um, Black Lab. And I'm like, all right, all right. Um, of course, I got the German Shepherd mixed one. I named him Rox after um, the dog from the Look Who's Talking Now movie that was voiced by Danny DeVito. And I'll even, I'll post on uh, on the um, Fuller House podcast, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, um, the picture. <laughs> um... Well, sadly, I mean, the dog did not get hit by a car. Did not get hit by a car. We got the dog outside. We lived out in the country. And, um, my dad went out to feed the dog. And he had to go to the other farm. And he was driving. And the dog started following him. And eventually, I think, I came home for, like, the movies or something. And I'm like, where's my dog? I hadn't even had that dog. I don't even think it was, it wasn't a year. I don't even know if it was six months. I think it was just that summer. And I know that makes me sound like an irresponsible pet owner that the dog ran away, tried to look for the dog and couldn't find, find him. It was sad. The dog was, I didn't do any training of any kind. The dog was really energetic and everything like that and I just 
The next dog I did get from an animal shelter when I was 14. She was three years old. I named her Delilah. She was a black lab mix. Mostly looked black lab. Um, I guess she was like a trucker dog or something that she had um, been dropped off like on the side of the highway or something. And um, Delilah lived from the time I was 14 until I think I was like 20. Um, she, just like Elvira, would go from our house to the farm, my grandparents' house, which was like a mile away. You can get there, like you cross the field and go, and she would kind of split her time between that. And usually my grandparents would go away the winter time to Arizona and she would be, you know, all our dogs back then, you know, were... They were outdoor dogs. They were never allowed inside, which that's just how my dad wanted it. But this was a really cute episode. So we get the introduction of Comet. I do want to play the epi um, a clip from the episode, the beginning of Dr. Dare Rides Again, where they actually do name Comet. So that's a nice little bookend. So I'm going to do that now, and then I'll get into um, the... Worst, best outfit, my favorite line of the episode, and stuff like that, so. Okay, girls, we have to name our new puppy. <coughs> Michelle, do you have a name for the puppy? Yes, Michelle. That's your name. They like my name. <laughs> Mr. Bear and I have the perfect name, Mr. Dog. Oh, come on. Mr. Dog. Steph, when you have a kid someday, what are you going to name it? Mr. Baby? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should name the puppy something that fits its personality, like Puddles. <laughs> Dad, I have the perfect name, Comet, because he's fast and he's got a tail. And he only hits the newspaper once every 76 years. <laughs> Comet, I can live with that. I like my shell. <laughs> Alright, so it only took two episodes to finally name Comet. It is definitely, Comet is much bigger. He is at least got to be nine to ten weeks old at this point. He is definitely not the, f I'm going to look that up and kind of see what range those puppies had to have been like four to five weeks. I'm going to check. So I've looked at four, five, and six week old golden retriever puppies. I would probably put them somewhere in the estimation of four to five weeks. So, um, yeah, Danny is holding this puppy. He's cradling it with one arm slung underneath the armpits, and then the other half is kind of holding his hip. So he's just, like, got him, like, um, is it vertic vertically, right? Vertically is, like, side to side, and the horizontal is up and down, I believe. Anyway, um, so, yeah, he's like, all right, girls, we are going to name the puppy... So, of course, he immediately asked Michelle, like, Michelle, do you have a name for the puppy? And, of course, Michelle likes her name, like, Michelle. And Danny's like, well, sweetie, that's your name. She's like, I like my name. Like, yeah, okay. So, Stephanie, of course, is like, well, Mr. Bear and I have a great name, Mr. Dog. And we cut to DJ as she's like, uh, okay, not a fan of that name. So, DJ is prophesizing the future. Stephanie, when you have a kid someday, what are you going to name it, Mr. Baby? And Stephanie's like, well, not if it's a girl. How interesting, because in Fuller House, the season four finale, she has a girl. We do not know the baby's name. 
Um, I'm sure it's not going to be Mrs. Baby. However, that'd be an interesting callback to this episode. So Danny's got a great suggestion, which I think this is probably how a lot of people determine to name their pet based on its personality. Which, to Danny's idea, he his suggestion is Puddles because the puppy does not know how to uh, <laughs> use the newspaper. DJ is the one that comes up with the name Comet. And the thing I'm thinking, this is San Francisco. They don't get snow. Granted, yes, it's great to have the dog, you know, if you have bad weather outside to use, like, a newspaper or something. Now they have, like, I thought it was, like, fake grass or something to teach the puppy to go on the grass. Or, like, one of those types of things that, um... I thought you could buy it like Petco, PetSmart, where it's like a thing like for people that live in apartments, they can't get the dog out right away to use the bathroom. They can put it on their balcony. It's a little uh, grass thing that the dog will go on if it does go on. And, and then they can just replace like the liner and stuff like that. So DJ says, comment because he's fast and he's got a tail. And I love Danny's remark of, yeah, and he only hits a newspaper once every 75 years. 76 years, excuse me. So Stephanie's like, yeah, comment, I can live with that. That sounds like a great name. Of course, Michelle is a little teed off. Like, I like Michelle. And she gets up, stands up, and lifts her dress up as she's got her hands on her hips and just marches out of the room. Like, ugh. Okay, the one time you can't have your way, the dog is not going to be named Michelle. But there are some people out there that kind of already know they have the name chosen already before they even get the dog. Some people are like, I have to look at the dog and kind of get to know the dog before I name it. Other people who have YouTube channels will sometimes include their audience in the decision. Like, hey, I have some choices. I've been, you know, thrown around in my head. Let me give you guys the option. Like, you guys choose in a poll which name you like. And the one that gets the most votes is the name that we will choose. Which one... Uh, YouTube family that I watch on occasion that just got two golden retrievers, like probably about a month or two ago, used the audience, their viewers, to pull who's going to, you know, what the name. I think Tucker and Dax were the two names that were picked out of the ones that they had, so... So, for the best outfit, I gotta go with Michelle's little uh, red and green plaid dress with the little Scotty dog on the front of it. And then runner-up, I think, is going to be, uh... I think it's going to be... Jesse's vest. I, I thought that was cool because it had, like, different designs on either side. And then maybe runner-up can be Stephanie's outfit. Um, as far as for the worst outfit, I gotta go with Joey's basic um, collared um, sweatshirt type thing. It just looks like something you would use to like work out. It looks like something that Danny wore previously. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really. It's pretty basic. Just meh, blue, like dark blue with like gray and red and like turquoise and then um runner-up's gotta be dj's which is this black and gold shirt it just i'll, I'll post pictures on I'll, I'll put that on the uh 
the Instagram and the Facebook and the Twitter and stuff like that. So, yeah, I gotta go with the original quote that I picked at the beginning of the episode where Joey says, Look at this, Michelle. Psychic hit by lightning. Boy, if it was any good, he would have seen that coming. So, yeah, that was my line. I just thought that was funny. All right, next week we are going to be doing the next puppy-centered episode, Season 1, Episode 4 of Fuller House, entitled The Not-So-Great Escape. And this, we got a couple things going. The main thing is going to be Ramona having Jackson trip the fire alarm at their school so she can get out of class and ditch it. Of course, the plan is successful, except it results in Jackson getting punished by DJ and Ramona receiving no punishment at all. And also in this episode, Max gets to pick out his puppy, who he names Cosmo. And that is, even though that's a side plot, that's the main thing we're going to be focusing on. So, all right. I hope you all enjoyed this episode, as I enjoyed covering this over the last, like, couple days. So, uh, yeah. Have a great Friday evening, and I will be back next week with a new episode and also in the description i will leave the social media sites that you can go and follow along with the podcast and if you have puppy stories or pictures of your pet your first pet that definitely share them i will be sharing mine on the instagram twitter and facebook page full house fuller house page all right bye bye